Thank you for joining me today. This is Prophetess Mary Ayodele with Facing the Situation, Building Spiritual Resiliency Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 4, and it is August the 23rd of 2020. Wherever you are tuning in to this podcast through time and space, wherever you are in the world, we are welcoming you to this podcast with open arms, and we're glad that you are here. We appreciate all of our sponsors, and we appreciate all of the support that you are sending toward this podcast to make it available for people around the world. Let us open with prayer. Give an honor to the Most High, who is the head of my life. Give an honor to the elders who sacrificed so I could have this opportunity today. All of the people who support the networks and systems that make this podcast possible, and all of the listeners and their families as well. I give thanks for us being here today for another opportunity to share the wisdom of the Most High in this podcast. We are grateful, we are blessed, and we are honored to be able to come together to share wisdom that has been passed down to me and other people in my family over many, many, many years through many trials and tribulations. And to have the ability to share that wisdom with the world respectfully is quite a blessing and honor. I give thanks to the Most High in the name of his son, Yahshua, the Christ. And I pray that all who listen to this podcast, everyone who hears my voice, be blessed beyond measure to go into the world, becoming their best selves, being the best they can be for themselves, their families, and their communities. In the name of Yahshua, the Christ, amen. Today on episode four of season three, we're going to continue our discussion of recognizing the natural rhythms in your life. The past episodes talked about natural rhythms that you deal with personally. Then we expanded it to your community, which includes your family. And last podcast, we talked about cultural rhythms. There are cultural rhythms that we're all swept into. If we agree with those rhythms or not, we are all affected by them. Truthfully, the same way we're affected by other people's personal rhythms, we are all interconnected. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about cosmic rhythms. So you could think of this podcast topic as being recognizing the natural rhythms in the cosmos and how they affect your natural life, right? So we are all at this point when I'm making this podcast, um, we are on a ball of dirt circling the sun that we have called earth that's what we call our planet and we are circling the sun regardless of your religion or spiritual persuasion or lack thereof we must agree we at this point are on a planet we don't know how long this podcast will exist in this medium Right now we're doing digital things. Who knows what's going to come up next in the next hundred years. So someone may be listening to this podcast off of earth one day in the future, or maybe an astronaut will listen to it one day next week um, in the space station. But for time constraints, we're going to limit 
this discussion to all of us agreeing that even if they are astronauts, they came from Earth for the purposes of this discussion. And regardless of what you believe about religions or lack of religion or whatever, you're on this planet and this planet rotates. That means it goes around and around and it circles the sun. When it does that, there are changes that happens on the planet in relationship to the distance it is from the sun. So I am in the Northern hemisphere in the Gulf of Mexico bioregion of Houston, Texas in the United States of America. In this bioregion, we acknowledge four seasons, although the temperature changes are not very um, drastic, but we acknowledge in this hemisphere, spring, summer, winter, fall. Depending on where you live in North America, you may experience snow, you may experience trees where the leaves fall off and turn brown, fall off, and then you experience spring where the leaves come back to the trees and the flowers open up and flowers bloom. Many of you listening are thinking, uh-huh, we know that, but I'm talking to the people who really haven't thought about it. And many of us who know it, who really haven't put it together as a cosmic rhythm, meaning the cosmos has a rhythm. No matter what you believe or don't believe, who you vote for when it comes to political opportunities to vote, no matter where your head is, Spring, summer, winter, fall is happening. If you live in a tropical area, you may not do a real winter situation. You know, it may just be warm and beautiful all the time, basically speaking. However, there are changes in weather patterns. They have nothing to do with you, but they affect you. So cosmic patterns are the patterns that we are involved in because we live on this ball of dirt called Earth. That's what it is. It is important to recognize those patterns because many of the listeners, many of us have been taught to be afraid of the changes that happen on earth because they are somehow bad. You don't have any control over them. So you know if you live in a temperate climate where winter comes with snow, when the temperature begins to chill, you have to go get warmer clothing to keep your body safe and healthy. That's not demonic, it's weather. Okay, but I do recognize that there are spiritual principles behind everything we experience. And many people have been taught to be afraid of the spiritual principles behind cosmic forces. So in this podcast, we're talking about how to build your spiritual resiliency, the idea that you can build your spiritual immune system so that whatever comes down the pike, whatever comes around the corner, over your shoulder, up ahead, you are strong enough to face it. You may have to boot up a little bit. You may have to, you know, increase your vitamin intake, but you're able to face it. You don't run from life. You walk into life, head held high, shoulders braced with a smile on your face, and you don't run from what's in front of you. That's one definition of spiritual resiliency as was passed on to me by my family. So when you're looking at cosmic forces, you have to recognize and acknowledge them. And if you go to war with them, you're simply going to lose. Now, some of my listeners may be involved in spiritual practices where they are able to interact with cosmic forces differently. And if that is the case, bully for you. Congratulations. I know who you are. 
um, and if I look and see your name right on the podcast um, comments, some of you, I don't know who you are and I'm happy for you. And you know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to people who want to be angry that it's a thunderstorm and don't want to take an umbrella and then come down with bronchitis and then get angry about bronchitis when all you had to do was get an umbrella. So for those of you who interact with cosmic forces quite differently than most people, please hang on, stay on. You know, we're glad you're here. Most people don't know what you know. Most people are afraid when they hear an asteroid is coming or a comet is going to fly over or something, right? So I'm talking to my listeners who maybe never thought about being affected by cosmic forces or have been told to be afraid of cosmic forces. Um, you are interacting with them daily. You know, solar flares, when the sun has a flare that could affect our electromagnetic toys like this computer that I'm working with to make this podcast or the MP3 players or iPods that you may be using to listen to it. All of those things affect your natural life. So it's vitally important that you open up to the idea that cosmic forces do affect you. That's why it's important. Now, what to look for? Many of you listen to the news. Some of you watch TV or read the news. You have some interaction with the bigger world and what's happening in it. You could start to subscribe to news feeds that come from scientific institutions and organizations or people who actually follow those things. For those of you who are involved in spiritual paths or religions, um, you may follow some of your leaders who track your spiritual calendar. Many of us on the Gregorian calendar, we, we utilize it for spiritual reasons, but in truth, it's a civil calendar, right? And for the history of calendars, maybe I'll do a podcast about it one day, but for the Gregorian calendar and that for my listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, that means that you really think it's August right now. Like I said, it's August 23rd, right? I'm using Gregorian calendar terms. For many people in the world, it is not August 23rd. There's a different month, a different day, a whole different year, right? So we say it's 2020 because we're following a calendar that told us that. But a lot of religious and spiritual people follow different calendars for reasons of, um, uh, of serving their deity. So the civil calendar tells you when to pay taxes. You know, it tells you when school is starting and when your car tabs need to be renewed or whatever. But the religious calendar usually points to different feasts and um, other times to honor your deity. So there's a Hindu calendar and a Buddhist calendar. There's a lot of different calendars, depending. There's a Hebrew calendar, depending on how you work out things. Christian churches, um, Orthodox churches have a calendar that put the feast days on it. Um, Protestant churches may have one too, but many of these calendars, not all, but many do not follow the Gregorian model. So when we talk about cosmic forces, what to look for is to get in touch with um, a news feed that keeps you keeps track of like, oh, an eclipse is coming. That's a cosmic calendar, meaning on the cosmos level, the eclipse is coming. No matter what you believe about eclipses, it's going to come. Um, meteor showers, um, comets coming over, asteroids, solar flares. Um, 
that's a cosmic calendar in a bigger sense. And there are institutions and organizations and universities that have newsletters that'll keep you updated when those things are coming, if you know where to find them and subscribe to them. Um, and there's also the, the Farmer's Almanac. That's a cosmic calendar because if it's August or not, and we're going into fall, you need to know when to harvest your beans, when to harvest your corn, whatever crop you planted, crops are planted and harvested um, based on the rotation of the earth around the sun, okay? So you can always just start really small. If you don't wanna deal with NASA's newsfeed and newsletter, you can just get a farmer's almanac and figure out how to read it. You ought to grow something so you can step into the cosmic calendar. You know, so in the spring, you plant your lettuce or something. Oh, okay. Even if you're doing it in a container, then you harvest it 45 days later. Oh, okay. Then most people don't grow lettuce in the snow in December unless they have it in a windowsill or some kind of greenhouse. But if you're growing things directly in the soil, you have to recognize when that soil is going to be ready and prepared and how to prepare it for growth and to... um sustain a plant and uh, uh, nurture a plant within it. And you have to know when to pull that plant or its fruit out of it or when to cut it back if it's a perennial. So stepping into the cosmic calendar and the cosmic rhythm can help you to recognize that you're also being affected by the cosmic rhythm, even in subtle ways. And you can do that by, like I said, reading a farmer's almanac, um, even some regular calendars, meaning that don't delve into planting and gardening, may have the moon quarters on it. You know, uh, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, full moon, new moon. Those are cosmic cycles. They do affect human beings. Many people are aware, listeners of this podcast, that on the full moon, regardless of people's religions, folks who recognize um, who work in hospitals recognize a higher rate of people coming in with emotional disturbances around the full moon. Don't matter what religion they are. The full moon affects us. The moon affects the tides, right? Um, the gravitational pull and, and we are mostly water. Our bodies, our human bodies are, some people say 70% water. I was always taught 80%, but we know even if it's 70% water, whatever affects the water on earth cosmically is going to affect us because we're made up of mostly water. So I know I've simplified, simplified this, excuse me, to some real basic blocks, but I'm doing that for a reason. I'm not attempting to talk down to anyone who already knows this. I want to let you know that these facts affect your spiritual resiliency. They affect if you wake up in the morning and you're ready to go, or if you wake up in the morning and don't want to get out of bed. Um, a lot of people are using antidepressants and other drugs to deal with their symptoms of, of just not knowing the cosmic rhythms in life, that there are times, depending on what the earth is doing, that your body's going to respond to that. And I feel sad for people who don't know that, where you could just kind of look at the calendar um, and say, okay, next week I may need to you know, um, do a little more yoga, pray a little more, do some more meditation. I may need to get up, you know, 15, 20 minutes early just to take care of myself because I can look at this calendar and tell next week is going to be one of those weeks for me where I need more self-care, not where I need more drugs, but I need more self-care. 
medication does have a place. Um, I recognize that. And I also recognize that many people are using medication because they simply have lost the tools of understanding how nature works instead of working with nature and recognizing they're a part of it. And then they can maintain, monitor, and support their health and well-being in line with nature um, as opposed to fighting it and trying to get through it differently. Now, um, I've kind of interwoven how to interact with these cosmic forces in this discussion today. Um, you interact with them by noticing them, recognizing them, and then becoming more aware of how they affect you, your family, your community, and your culture. Most cultures have major holidays scheduled around winter solstice and spring equinox, um, even fall harvest festivals. You know, we have these these farmers market harvest festival or harvest dances or whatever, they're marking cosmic events. People may not be harvesting anything anymore. They may not even grow a house plant, but once upon a time, the agricultural calendar was really important to more people than it is now because the agricultural calendar is what everyone depended on for crops and things to come in. Um, so even biblically, the Hebrew calendar supports, recognizes, and has a whole bunch of holidays, uh, feast days, based around the cosmic calendar of harvesting. It's a big deal because if there's nothing to harvest, people didn't eat. Because even now, food does not come from the grocery store. Someone brings it there from the earth. You know, They repackage it and process it, but food comes from the earth. So if your harvest is messed up, there's going to be some problems. And for the biblically minded people who read the Bible about this subject, you may want to look into Joseph, the one with the brothers and the, the many, the multicolored coat and how he went into Kemet, which many people call Egypt and um, became an advisor to Pharaoh and actually organized them to help them come through a famine that he interpreted from a dream, right? That was a mouthful. So if y'all don't know that story, look into the story of Joseph and the Pharaoh. No, this is not Moses and the Pharaoh. This is Joseph. Very informative about how dreams, interpreting them and putting that interpretation into practice can help people when they're facing a cosmic shift um, where the earth may not produce what it has been producing before. So these things can be very helpful to you to face cosmic shifts because they're going to happen. They, they're not going to stop because you don't like them and I don't like them. We're going to need to face them and we can face them alert and on our feet and prepared to march through them. As I like to tell my people, we will come through it and out of it better than we walked into it, especially if we understand who holds the world in his hands. If we recognize the power of spirit and deity involved in anything we face, we can't help but come out of it better than we walked into it. It is simply a trial. We will come through it because all of our sacred wisdom literature around the world tells us that people who come through trials, who keep their eyes on the most high, come through those trials a whole lot better than people who are just trying to do it alone based on their own willpower. So thank you for listening today. I appreciate you all for coming into this podcast community and family with me. If you'd like to send me a question or ask for prayer, you can do that by emailing me at prophetessmaryayodele at gmail.com. 
If you'd like to support this podcast, you may do that through PayPal, Venmo, or another means. You can use PayPal by emailing your don- or sending your donation to Mary Prophetess Mary Iodele, Prophetess Mary Iodele at gmail.com. If you'd like to make a donation in another form or fashion, email me and we'll work it out. Okay. We appreciate everyone who is supporting this podcast. It has grown exponentially and it is able to reach more people now than it started out reaching because of your generosity, your prayers, your meditation, and your spiritual uplift of this message. I pray that all are blessed and carried and supported through life over the next seven days and beyond until we meet again. And our verse for the next six days that I'd ask you to pray with me at sunrise is, this is the day that Adonai has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is Psalm 118, verse 24. Once again, this is the day that Adonai has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, verse 24, I'm saying. Yes, verse 24. Now, when this verse came up, it was before the topic came up, right? So it the verse is telling us, this is the day Adonai has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's a cosmic recognition. The day is cosmic. Our communities and families and individual people can't affect the day itself from happening. The day happens because of cosmic forces. The earth is rotating around the sun. For those of us who are believers, we believe that there's a cosmic deity in charge of putting that in place, right? Even if you're atheist, the earth is still rotating around the sun. So that's a cosmic force. Let me say this again. This is the day that Adonai has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, 24. I invite you to pray with me at sunrise every day over the next six days with this verse included in it. Meditate on it, print it out, put it in a calendar, um, write it on an index card, create yourself a variety of ways to reconnect with these verses that have been shared on this podcast throughout your day and your year, because these verses give you something to fall back on into, immerse yourself in and embrace as you face life. You need to understand when you don't understand nothing, who's really in charge of the universe. It's not me and it's not you. We're at the mercy, the gracious mercy of cosmic forces. And when we recognize that we can put our own efforts to better use than fighting those forces. And the force of Adonai loves you and wants to be with you and um, support you in your journey. Okay. I love you all. Blessings to you all. May the most high blessing keep you now and always. Hallelujah. 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 I welcome your emails, your comments, and your prayer requests. Blessings to you and all who you love always. Until next time, hugs, virtual hugs and kisses to you all. Odabo.